Jack's right side tries to find Johansson again. Johansson turning, shooting, blocked by Carlson. <laughs> but the Wild win. 5-3 the final. Minnesota prevails. The Caps make it close at the end of regulation, but for the most part, the Wild controlled this hockey game. 5-3 is the final. They've won three in a row and four of their last five since getting whooped by the Arizona Coyotes two home games ago. The Wild have taken care of business since and now put themselves in prime position to make a run at the final wildcard spot in the Western Conference. Welcome to the postgame show. Kevin Fallness downstairs in the Bob Kurtz Radio Center, upstairs in the Al Shaver Press Box. Tom Reed saw the Wild take down the Capitals 5-3. I thought, Tom, except for maybe a blip there at the end of regulation, this was all wild start to finish. Yeah, you're right, Kevin. But you have to be disappointed because of the fact they gave up those two, two, uh, two quick goals on, uh, on Gus. Uh, they just kind of lost their edge there for a few minutes, and that's all it takes sometimes in this game. But, you know, all in all, they played a very, very solid game here tonight. Everyone getting contributing, and one of those situations that, you know, you need everybody, all the horses pulling together, and they certainly did that right now. I mean, even getting uh, text, messages from, uh, text messages from some of my friends in Fort Erie, Ontario, playing cards tonight, listening to the game, so that's a good thing. But uh, more important than anything else, uh, a big win for Minnesota. They've now won three in a row, and we got two more home games before the break. Listening to us in Fort Erie, that tells me they're via the World Wide Web. We're everywhere, Tom. You can't escape us. Yeah, that's a foreign country, is it not? Well, to some, for sure. It's right right near the border. Uh, for this t- hockey team, though, Tom, we know we've talked about Philip Gustafson. I thought very good again tonight, especially what he's been able to do to resurrect his season. But look at some of the other names on the scoreboard tonight. Faber, of course, a marvelous rookie campaign. Felino's doing it again. Johansson with a pair of goals against his former team. Contributions from everywhere across this lineup. Well, look at Mermis, a plus three in this hockey game. I mean, he was absolutely terrific. He got credit for one one shot on net is all. But you know what? He played a very solid, good defensive game. And uh, that's what you want to have. You want your, your guys to play that type of a game. It isn't always about offense. It's what you do defensively. But I think Minnesota's got some guys right now that can can really uh, you know fill in the, those positions without a, the captain here. Obviously, with Spurgeon out for the rest of the season. But it was a great one. I was disappointed. I was laughing there at the end when Johansson had the chance for the hat trick and his old teammate blocked it. Otherwise, he would have had his first career hat trick. Thanks a lot. But that being said, uh, Minnesota, more importantly, wins the game. Huge two points for him. Now with 47, they're just four back of the Nashville Predators for that final wild card spot in the Western Conference. And look what the matchup is coming up on Thursday. Game two of this final homestand going into the All-Star break. A Central Division collision against the Preds. Yeah, Dallas and Detroit. Did they win that game, I believe? Tonight, you know? Dallas won that game. Yes, they yeah, did. They beat okay. Detroit. All right, so they would pick up two points. It's hard. You have to leapfrog so many teams to get back in that playoff position. But you know what? It certainly can be done. Just play the way they're playing, and hopefully that'll happen. All right, Tom. Enjoy the night. Thanks, Kevin. Tom Reed, back in the state of hockey and the Wild back in the wind calm. They take down the Capitals tonight 5-3 in front of 18,437. We got Joe O'Donnell making his way down to the Wild locker room. Good chance we're going to talk to Brock Faber in a matter of moments. Plus, we'll get you John Hines post game comments wild win again this is wild hockey presented by xl energy well 
at the time it was scored, it didn't look like Jules Eriksnek was going to get his second consecutive game-winning goal, but because of how things went down at the end of regulation, Jules Eriksnek gives the Wild the 4-1 lead. 97 seconds into the third proves to be invaluable because it is the eventual game-winner, and it is also the Toyota shift of the game. Scalino's got it, 3-0-2 for the Wild. They hurry now, 2-1. Eriksnek stepping in right side. He's got Twenty goals on the season for Jules Eriksenek. That one just blows a wrister over Kemper's glove. A minute thirty-seven into the third from Felino and Brodeen. It's the eventual game winner, and it's the Toyota shift of the game for Jules Eriksenek. Goals in five of the last six contests. He's now got a five-game point streak. Five goals and eight points over that span. Back-to-back game winners. He's got four on the year. Tied for first place on the team with, of course, Kirill Kaprizov. Jules Eriksenek, one of the stars of tonight's hockey game. Wild take down the Caps 5-3. Joe O'Donnell, after a break, this is Wild Hockey presented by XL Energy. Outside the right circle, shot off the end wall. Fever Post game show continues. Joe O'Donnell outside the wild dressing room, joined by the opening goal scorer tonight, Brock Faber, the rookie defenseman from Maple Grove. Nice 5 3 win here tonight. I know it got a little dicey late. Mm-hmm. We'll gloss over that for a minute. Yeah. What did you think of the win overall? You know, uh, for the most part, it was a it was a good three periods. Um, you know, these past three games, we've kind of proved that um, when we play that style of game, we we can beat anyone in this league. And um, again, just kind of trying to build on that consistency as as we go on here, and um, you know, keep rolling. How important was the fast start tonight? Yeah, it, it, it's important every night. I think when we're when we have that jump um, from the first shift on that. The whole bench feeds off that. The crowd feeds off that. So, um, you know, consistency in our starts has been something we've talked about too. And um, obviously we, we, we had a good one tonight. On that opening goal, less than two minutes in, I pointed out to Tom Reed after the fact, like you don't have a prayer of scoring that goal if you're not already deep in the offensive zone, kind of roving around there. And I know that's been an emphasis mm-hmm. that John Hines has put on the defenseman. Join the rush. Be active in the offensive end. How much fun is that? And what were you thinking there as you guys are kind of cycling the puck and sort of, I guess, uh, anticipating the fact you should jump in? Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously we have our pre-scouts every game. And, um, you know, when we have guys coming up, Coming up the, uh, our side as D uh, in the ozone, um, it's our job to kind of jump and um, clear out that space for them so they can uh, obviously use their feet. So, um, you know, when we jump like that, it gives our forwards time and space and um, kind of a lucky bounce there that uh, thankfully ended up in the back of the net. Lately, there's been a lot of meetings from what I've gathered, right? The closed-door meeting, players only after Arizona. The coaches have kind of met with you guys recently and reset expectations. And then John Hines told the broadcast group, and I mentioned this during the game, that you know after that Tampa game, it was sort of like, hey, we're talking a lot, but it hasn't been good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, as a younger player, what were those moments like, these you know, sort of three, four Almost, uh, you know, hey, we need to get our act together meetings with the coaches, et cetera, lately. And, and what do you think the overall message was? Yeah, um, I think obviously with those closed door meetings, again, it's, um, you know, we're talking a lot. And, um, 
you know, they're from the start of the season on, it hasn't been um, guys' lack of caring or um, lack of hard work or lack of preparation. Um, you know, it's just been uh, we, we, we never really found our game there for a bit. Um, and obviously we were very inconsistent, win by a lot, lose by a lot. And uh, I think the main message has been just um, trying to find that consistency within our game, within our identity. And, um you know, move forward, give ourselves a chance to win every night. So absolutely, you know, those closed-door meetings, they're obviously important as a team. We come together and um, win or lose afterwards, we're, we're tight, you know, we're tighter as a group. And, um, you know, again, we, we, we've been preaching um, from then on, just finding that consistency in our, our identity. Chatting with Brock Faber on the post-game show, the Wild top the Caps 5-3 here at XL Energy Center. Last one for you. The Preds come in Thursday. I know you guys can't look too far ahead, the standings and whatnot, but it's mm-hmm. a divisional game. You know you've got a break coming up after Saturday's game against Anaheim. How big is the one Thursday with Nashville in town? Yeah, it's a it's a huge game. Um, these points before break are are points that we need. Um, obviously, Nashville a team that's ahead of us. So um, again, just. Heading to the rink tomorrow and um, learn from tonight and uh, build on tonight and, um, you know, obviously take it one period at a time. And um, obviously, uh, again, Nashville is um, a team that's ahead of us in the standings. So, um, you know, those are must-win games coming down the stretch here. You've had a five-game personal point streak. I'm sure you're not aware of this, but that sets a Mm -hmm. wild franchise rookie defenseman record. So congrats (laughs) on that. Uh, I know that's a lot in there, yeah, but a, lot uh, in there. a lot in there. A little milestone for you. Congrats on the third overall win in a row for your group. The goal, of course, that little franchise rookie defenseman point streak record, and, and keep up the good work. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. That's Brock Faber here outside the Wild dressing room, Minnesota Tops Caps tonight, five three. Back to you, Kevin. That's all fine and good, Joe. But how'd you celebrate your birthday? A uh, little ODR, actually. Did little Minnesota, ya? yeah. Lewis Park and Edina. I, Went out and wheeled around for a little bit. A couple of my boys were out there. Got a cousin in town. So uh, nothing crazy. And uh, other than that, pretty tame. Good for you. I'm getting old, Kevin. Yeah, you know? we all are. By the minute, believe you me. All right, enjoy the night. We'll uh, talk to you tomorrow. We'll yeah, thanks, t- Kevin. See you on the air Thursday. That is Joe O'Donnell down by the Wild Locker Room talking to rookie sensation Brock Faber for joining us in the postgame show. Fabes, as the boys around the room call him, will get a gift certificate down to Tom Reed's Hockey City Pub where they're hooting and hollering following a 5-3 win. Over the Washington Capitals, the Wild have won three straight, two straight on home ice, and four of their last five overall. John Hines joins next. This is Wild Hockey, presented by XL Energy. The head coach of the Minnesota Wild is John Hines. He is addressing the media. Let's listen in. Yeah, I really like the... uh... You know, the mindset that we came home with coming off the road and the style of game that we need to be able to play and just the consistency of it was uh, was important for us to be able to get to that game tonight, and I thought we did a pretty good job of it. The, uh, you know, we've seen Eric Sack a lot here. You, you know, you're just getting to coach him for the first time. Like, from a courage standpoint, um, have you have you coached a guy like this that's willing to just constantly be at the door, at the goal mouth, and take punches after punches after punches? Yeah, I mean, he's a. I mean, that's what makes him. He's a menace to play against. You know, he's just big, strong guy. Plays in the hard areas, but I think when you look at him, you know, he. There's a lot of games here. You know, you have guys that are kind of, you know, fed up with him and giving him shots behind the play because he's been so hard to play against. But he's uh, his net front presence, his willingness to go there. But not only his willingness to go there, his effectiveness uh, has been really impressive. 
favor the way he's been able to chip in offensively lately, just finding his spots, picking the right time to pinch and just jump in the play? Yeah, I think Fabes has done a really good job. You know, we've tried to... Um, you know, push him to be able to use his skating and, as you said, just find ways to, to use his skating and his offensive skills. And, and uh, he, he's, been a fa- he's been a factor, you know, at least as long as I've been here from an offensive perspective. But it's nice to see him be able to put some in the back of the net, too, where he generates looks but also gets rewarded for it. He's not flying under the radar. I know he's a rookie, but, like, the way he's getting mentioned in Calder, just nationally, the way that he impacts this team, is it's deserving the spotlight or the attention that he's, you know, becoming more of a well-known player. Yeah, certainly is. I think it's, you know, I'd say defense, a defenseman as a young guy in the NHL is a really hard position to play. Uh, and he's and not only is it a hard position to play, but he's been, uh, you know, with the injury, he's been put in situations where he's got to be a top pair D and play those minutes and play that type of competition. And his effectiveness, his consistency level has been really impressive as it goes on. So I think, you know, the way that he's played and the situations he's played in, he's certainly deserving of that type of talk. Mm-hmm. So like a maturity level, too, in terms of, like, he, if he makes a mistake, he owns up to it by more than he probably should, like post-game. Like he's really hard on himself, and but he's not, not perfect, I guess. Like, does that kind of show something, too, for a young kid to be able to kind of handle and be self-assessing and self-reflecting on those things? Yeah, that's probably sometimes the biggest challenge for for young guys or some players in general, just the, you know, the self-assessment, a, a real true self-assessment of um, – you know your game and and the things that you do well, but also the areas that um, you know you may have. I mean, there's a game of mistakes, but just understanding that you know and taking personal responsibility when those things happen. And you know, I think that mindset and the personality that Brock has to have that that's allowed him to be you know to get better as this year has gone on and to be able to uh, rebound from from you know, some tough situations, but also more often than not, uh, be a real positive impact and be real consistent in the role that he's playing in. You probably talked about it on the road, but what made you do the flip with uh, Johansson and Felino, and then to see them both uh, be as good as they were tonight? It's got to be gratifying for you. Yeah, it's uh, you know I think it's it's good for both. I mean, Felino and Eck and Boldy has been a good line, and you know with uh, Hartman and and Maroon, you know I think Johansson has played well uh, with those two guys too. But just the, the, the dynamic of the players, you know, the way that Felino's playing now. Uh, he's been really good in the offensive zone, hard on pucks, good on the wall play to break out. So that line's been a real factor in the offensive zone. And I think that Johansson's speed and playmaking ability with, you know, a guy like Hartman and Maroon, you know, that line's been – I think all three players on that line have really played to their identity, and it's a good combination. I know you look at the standings every day, but how much can you sense kind of the urgency of the group ever since the weekend and kind of see what how the this week is, how important it is, you know, going into the break, whatever you guys are related to kind of get back into a playoff picture? Yeah, I think the be you know really going into the to the road trip, we wanted to we had a big focus on ident- team identity and individual identities, and uh, we didn't perform that way against Tampa. You know, the last three games we certainly have, and that's if we get to that and keep the mindset, uh, then. You know, this is a week where we have a homestand going into the break. Uh, we feel like we're playing a strong game right now, and now it's the challenge for us now is to continue that moving forward into the break. That is the head coach of the Minnesota Wild. His name is John Hines. He would like us to pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Wild Hockey presented by XL Energy.
I'll be honest, there's very little chance he cared either way if we broke 10 seconds for legal ID, but the FCC cares, and really, that's my master here on this evening on your radio dial all across the great state of hockey. Wild get the win. They've done so three times in a row. They've won four of their last five, but now a huge Central Division collision comes your way Thursday when the Wild host the Nashville Predators. We'll give you a preview of that next. You're listening to Wild Hockey, presented by XL Energy. Bolds, I think, just you know, he, he saw me back door and I got, I got a deflection off a stick, and I was able to say, Good thing I played baseball when I was younger, I was able to catch it and, and crowd in the outfield and, and put it down nice and easy. And I think I just got enough of it before it crossed the goal lines. Marcus Felino on his goal, his eighth of the year, gave the Wild the 2-0 lead after Faber broke the ice 97 seconds in. Felino makes it 2-zip in the second. Marcus Johansson, with his first of two on the night, makes it 3-rip while they're off and running. Yeah, the Caps broke in. They uh, cut into that lead when Anthony Mantha scored at the exact halfway mark of the hockey game with his 13th of the year. But then Jules Eriksenek and Marcus Johansson each scored in the third, staked the Wild out to enough of a lead where they could hang on for a 5-3 victory over the Capitals in front of 18,437. That's three straight wins for the Wild. They've won four of their last five since that closed-door meeting against the Arizona Coyotes a week ago Saturday. They've won four of the next five, including Tonight, they've won two straight at XL Energy Center. Back to 500 for the first time since January 6th, 21, 21, and 5. Those 47 points are just four points back of the final wildcard spot in the Western Conference. The Wild now 12, 9, and 3 on home ice. They take three out of four points against the Caps, going 1, 0, and 1 on the season series. Philip Gustafson gets the XL Energy big saves of the game. 31 saves. He's now won three straight decisions, giving up eight goals total over that span. That's your game recap. Up next for the Wild. Yeah, you talk about a Central Division collision. That's what's coming your way Thursday night when the Wild host the Nashville Predators. Predators have lost two in a row and three of their last four. They have fallen to 25-21-1. They're four points in front of the Wild in the standings. Direct competition. If you want to make it into the top eight, you got to climb over teams like this. That's why... Thursday night is critical. Wild did beat them 6-1, by the way, in Music City back on November 30th. That was Connor Dewar's hat-trick game. The rematch coming your way Thursday, pregame at 645. Puck drops at 7 o'clock on most of these same stations. And that game will be followed by Wild Fanline. Pat Micheletti and myself will take your phone calls in what hopefully is a fourth consecutive win for your Minnesota Wild. Special thanks to Alexis Pearson, Zach Halverson back from his three-week vacation, Jackson Rebel, Dylan Daniel, and Aaron Sickman. And for Joe O'Donnell and Tom Reed, I'm Kevin Falness. Wild win, wild win. Enjoy your night. We'll talk to you Thursday on the Minnesota Wild Radio Network. You've been listening to Minnesota Wild Hockey. Marcus Johansson, cross ice, a shot by Goudreau. He scores! Join us next time right here for more Wild Hockey action. Back out in front. Skate save, flurry, Robin Niederreiter, and then he fought off the rebound. Wild Hockey is an exclusive presentation of the Minnesota Wild, the National Hockey League, and the Minnesota Wild Radio Network.